good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. And again, we are uh, live uh, online only. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just been a, a challenging year, hasn't it? But I'd like for you for just a moment, would you just lean in? I'd like to talk to you for a moment. I believe that God has actually given us a wonderful year of great victories. We've baptized almost 30 people, and we have more that are ready to be baptized. We've seen new life. We've seen life change. We've seen family members come to Christ and neighbors come to Christ. We've seen uh, folks come through the live nativity and, and so many other ministries throughout the year. And, you know, I really think we need to be thankful for all that God has done. And I just know that God wants to do something very special this morning. But before we go any further, as you know, the reason that uh, we're online only today is uh, a few of our folks are not well and uh, have tested positive, a couple of them in the hospital. Uh, our district superintendent is suffering from uh, pneumonia and his wife uh, has COVID. And uh, I think we just need to stop right now before we go any further. And let's just, can we just pray for them? Ask God to give them a healing touch and for protection upon others. Would you just bow your heads right where you are? And let's just pray together that God will give them a healing touch right now. Can we do that? Father, thank you that you are the great physician. And we can call on you no matter what it is that we face, no matter what we're going through. Lord, it doesn't matter. You're never overwhelmed. You're never surprised. You're never caught off guard. And we claim that this morning. For those that are uh, fighting illness today, I just pray victory in the name of Jesus. I pray healing in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that right now, even as uh, uh, their church family is praying, that they would sense the prayers of your people and and just know that you are there with them in that room and that you're being the strength that they need and the healer that they need, Father. Encourage their hearts right now. Some of them may be watching. Help them know that we love them and that you love them. Lord, I pray that as we enter into this worship time that you would be glorified and lifted up. And Lord, that we would just know that you are here in this room and in the living rooms and kitchens and and uh, hospital rooms or wherever it is that we're watching this morning lord that you're right there you are everywhere lord and i pray your spirit would make this morning very very special for each one of us and i pray this in jesus name and for his sake come on right where you're sitting say amen folks say amen amen now i know it's a little bit different when you're watching online i've been online uh, at home watching before and you know, it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to, to check your email or check your texts or, or maybe jump over to another service or whatever. But can we do this, Capital City? Can we just do this? For the next few moments, can we just calm our hearts? Even though we're not in the room, we have a few people here in the room right now and we're wearing our masks and social distancing and being careful. But right where you are, you are the church. Where you sit is the tabernacle. Right where you are is the holy place where God dwells. And I would encourage you, if you're able, to even stand up as we worship the Lord and sing out. I know it might feel a little awkward. Uh, you might be the only one in the room, and uh, it might just feel strange. But, you know, 
I, I believe that God will, will hear our prayer from across this city and across this nation or wherever you're watching across the world. I know God will hear our praise and it will bless him in a mighty way. This is the Christmas season and we're going to sing some Christmas songs. I know they're familiar to you. Let's just lift them up together. Let's let, let's let the heavens hear our voices as we worship God together. Amen? Amen. Let's worship. Capital City, we have a joy that can't be taken and a truth that can't be shaken. A baby born in Bethlehem to bring hope, to bring joy. Sing joy. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. In heaven and nature sing. In heaven and nature sing. In heaven and heaven nature sing. Yeah.
Heavenly Father, this third week of Advent, let us remember that the good news of Jesus' birth has the power to bring us great joy this Christmas season. Our joy isn't dependent on what is going on in our life, in our world, or the people that we're with. It doesn't depend on the gifts we give or the gifts we find under the tree. No earthly thing can ever give us complete joy. Our joy comes from you. That joy that flooded the hearts of the shepherds, the angels, the wise men, the hosts of heaven, and Mary and Joseph is the joy that still has the power to overwhelm our hearts with rejoicing. Our joy doesn't come from our jobs, our family, our relationships, our finances, or our success. Our joy doesn't come from what we have on earth or who we're with. Our joy is a gift. It is the gift that you gave us that first Christmas in Jesus Christ. Our joy is encompassed in our Savior, King Jesus. Flood our heart with joy this Advent season as we reflect on the good news of Jesus' birth. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. today. We kindly ask everyone to fill out their connection card and place it in the offering buckets at the end of the service. Here are a few highlights coming up. We are blessed with a great staff here at Cap City. If you would like to bless them with a Christmas offering, please include that today when you give. Please mark it, Staff Christmas. Thanks for showing your appreciation to our awesome team. Thank you for supporting the ministries of Cap City Church. We are very thankful to you. There are lots of ways to give. You can give online at capcitychurch.live. You can give through Cash App at Capital City Church. And you can give by writing a check or giving cash. Our ushers will be receiving the offering today at the end of service. There is also an offering box at the main entrance door for your convenience. Let's join together to study God's Word in week three in the new series, A Strange Way to Save the World. Welcome, Pastor Scott Clay. Well, good morning. First of all, I wanted to start off today by saying thank you. That is long overdue. Back in October, we had Pastor Appreciation Day, and I wanted to make sure everybody knew how much that the pastors appreciated the gifts that you gave, your support, your encouragement, the cards. I truly count you guys as family, and I thank you and love you. And secondly, I wanted you to know that I'm blown away by the response we got from the live nativity. Not only did we have over 1,200 people see the live nativity, we had an outpouring of work and volunteerism like I've never seen before. You know, we had actors, we had costume people, we had prop people, we had parking people, we had 
welcoming crew and a departing crew that said goodbye to people, wished them Merry Christmas. We had a sound crew. We had puppeteers. We had marketing people. We had food and kitchen people. We had animal wranglers. We had set builders that, oh my goodness, no one could ever ask for harder workers. We had counters, we had cleaners, and we had financial supporters. Those that couldn't do anything else, but they gave. You know, we had, and I, my last count was 60, at least 60 people involved in the live nativity. And then I lost count. Could have been more. I don't know. But I tell you what, that's an awesome number. That's like half the church almost. And honestly, that's more than many churches today have in their congregation. And we had them all working hard in the cold and the wind. But we were truly blessed by it. I wanted to give you all a hand today and tell you to give yourselves a hand, but obviously we can't do that. So instead, I'll just ask the Father to reward you for what He promised. He said, what you do in secret, I will reward you openly. And many of what, you, what was done was done in secret. And I pray that the Father will bless you. We have a video of the live nativity, and we want to show that at this time. Pastor Scott didn't know, but we had planned to give him a little thank you today from the whole cast and crew, just a small token of our appreciation for everything he did for the live nativity. So can we give him a hand today? Thank you. Thank you. There goes the real hero. 
She worked diligently. So, Crystal, you ready to start for the Easter program? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. All right. Well, we've been in a series called What a Strange Way to Save the World. First, we had Pastor David, and he told the story of Joseph. And then we had Pastor Crystal, and she told us the story from the innkeeper's point of view. Well, today, I'm going to give you a little insight about the wise men. Well, you might ask, well, why do you say wise men, Scott? Couldn't it have been wise women? Well, I know that for two reasons, and that's a good question. First of all, it says in Matthew chapter 2 that they were wise men. But if they were wise women, they would have asked for directions. And they would have arrived on time. Not only that, they would have helped deliver the baby. They had cleaned the stable and made a casserole. And finally, they would have given more practical gifts. You know, like pampers and onesies and receiving blankets so Mary wouldn't have to wrap the baby Jesus in swaddling clothes. What is swaddling anyway? Not quite sure, but... I don't think it was exactly the best baby clothing that, of the time. We're going to have our scripture read to us a little different today. We're going to do it in a video. This is Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them, until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy, and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, 
they departed to their own country by another way. Let us pray. Father, on this strange day, we're going to talk about the strange way you saved the world. You not only came to us totally unexpectedly, you came to us in a humble way. Lord, that's what I want to do today is be humble. I want to give the message that you would have us here. Please remove me from this equation. Speak your words. Lord, bless our church. Bless all of those that are ill. We ask, Lord, for your way and your healing. And we'll never fail to praise you for everything you do for us. Amen. Now, in studying for this lesson, I was sure that I was going to come up with the definitive list of who the wise men were and everything you could ever want to know about them. Well, what I soon found out is that while we have many traditions, and we have many traditional ideas, most of those didn't even originate until the 5th century. It's far easier to tell you what I don't know about the wise men than what I do know. For instance, we always say there are three wise men. Maybe. Maybe there were two. Could have been 12. We don't know. We assume there were three because the three was the number of gifts they gave. Now some Bible scholars think they know the names of the wise men. Well, I don't know. It, again, that wasn't until the 5th century when they decided that. Those names could be right. They could just as easily be wrong. We aren't really sure where they came from either. Matthew says the east. And they say, how far east? We think they were oriental. But that idea started in 1857 when John Henry Hopkins Jr. wrote the song, We Three Kings. It kind of fit the lyrics, you know. We think they rode in on camels. We don't know. Maybe, and then again, maybe not. They could have rode elephants. I don't know. They could have walked. We also depict them as kings. But that's because they brought such expensive gifts that was usually only a king could afford to give away. But in biblical times, scholarly men Wise men were supported by royalty and common folk alike. Most of them were given riches so they could spend their days thinking and studying and not having to do manual labor. Now, I had a comment I was going to put in here, but being a wise man, I'm going to defer. 
We think they were dressed in fine robes and wore crowns. Eh, maybe. But if you're going to cross a desert for hundreds, if not thousands of miles, are you going to wear fine robes and a crown while you're riding on a camel in a desert for a long, long time? Probably wouldn't do that on a camel. Of course, they could have stopped at the nearby oasis and changed on their way in. I, my imagination, I think that's what happened. Now, in the nativity, even in our nativity, we always see them at the stable where Joseph and Mary and Jesus were. I got news for you. They weren't there. Scriptures tell us that the wise men found Jesus in a house or a home in Bethlehem. Now, many scholars feel that this was 12 days after the birth. It's kind of where we get the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. Again, great traditional ideas, but we don't know. We're not sure. We do know the family was still in Bethlehem when they got there. I'm sure it's because Mary needed some time to rest up and heal from having a baby. I mean, how many of you mothers could imagine getting on a donkey and riding back home right after giving birth? You don't even have cars back then. It's a long, tiring, torturous way to travel. So what is all this speculation and tradition? What does it all mean? Not a thing. Doesn't mean anything. If it was important for us to know all this stuff, God would have inspired the writers to tell us. It's fun to think about these things, but in the long run it doesn't matter. What's important for us to know that it was written right there in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. They were wise men from the East. These were very serious thinkers. These men studied and thought about and figured out different things. One day, they saw a star. And they searched their combined knowledge. And with this cosmic event, they found the prophecies of Daniel coinciding with that. And that of Micah. And that in Numbers. You didn't think there was prophecy in Numbers? Go look. That's your homework. And they came to the conclusion that this was a historic event of which they just had to be a part so much so, they were willing to travel hundreds or maybe thousands of miles to witness it. Now, if it was a thousand miles and a camel caravan could travel 25 miles a day, that's moving it, it would take 40 days. That's just a fun fact. When they arrived in Jerusalem, though, they had 
one question. These serious thinkers, these men of thought, of serious study, they had one question. Where's the one who has been born King of the Jews? These men traveled all this way just to see Jesus. And when they finally found Jesus, they were fully prepared to worship Him. They understood the significance of what happened. And they were there to worship the Son of God. They brought gifts. Let me tell you a little bit about those gifts. They brought gold. Now, gold is a symbol of wealth and power and kingship. Gold was used to build the temple and was also used in the high priest's garments. The Bible tells us that they wove gold through the threads of his robe. And they put gold on the bells that was at the bottom of his robe. Gold also was for the high priest. This not only appoints Jesus as the king of kings, but it also tells us that Jesus is the high priest that intercedes with God on our behalf. Another gift they brought was frankincense. It's always a fun word to say, frankincense. When I was a little kid, it always made me think of Frankenstein. But frankincense is a very precious commodity. Now it comes from a resin of a tree that usually grows in Arabia. It's very valuable. It has healing powers when it's combined with oil and other spices and you make it into a healing balm and put that on, on a person's wounds. And it promoted healing. Now it's harvested in a very unique way. What they do is they go to the tree and they hack out part of the tree. Matter of fact, those that harvest it is called wounding the tree. I find that ironic. That that's the way they harvest frankincense. Is they wound the tree. And then they let the resin drip out. And you know they call it bleeding out. How much Symbolism, do you want? You was wounded and it bleeds. And so to speak, it covers and heals that wound. It's left to harden and then combined with spices and it has a sweet and fragrant smell. It's used in perfumes. Now back then, they didn't take a shower every morning. 
They didn't get to wash their clothes every week sometimes. They didn't have a closet full of clothes. This morning I went through the closet and I pulled out this sweater and shirt, pulled out that one, and, and I thought, well, which one should I wear? Now they just kind of wore the same stuff. Now, anybody that's worn the same stuff for days in, in a row, it has an aroma. And it's not pleasant. Frankincense and perfumes were used back then to cover up and to make it smell sweet. It was also placed in the temple on the sh with the shoe bread. And it was burned on the Sabbath often as an atonement for our sins. It's also combined with different spices and it's burned on the incense table both morning and evening every day as a symbol of the prayers of God's people ascending into heaven. That smoke as it rises. Do you get the symbolism? The prayers of God's people rise to him as the smoke of the incense rises. And then the third gift, myrrh. That doesn't even sound nice. Myrrh. But likewise, it's harvested just like frankincense by wounding and bleeding the tree. It too was used in medicine. It was used in incense and also in perfumes. <clears throat> but mostly, it was used in the burial process. It was placed in the burial clothes to cover the smell of decaying flesh. They didn't bury people like we do today. Mostly, they put them in caves. You know, they lived in the desert, you know. A strong wind would come along and up come with grandma. That wouldn't be good. So they buried him in caves. And I always thought, what, what a gift to give a baby. Myrrh. Something you use in a burial process. And I thought, these wise men didn't think this out too well. And then I got to studying. And I found out that not only did they understand that they were coming to worship the Son of God, they read the prophecies. They knew that this was the one who would cover their sins, who would offer them a way to eternal life. It is through the suffering of Jesus that we are healed. Remember, the Bible tells us by His stripes we are healed. Not only that, it's His death that covers the price of our sin. Now as myrrh hides the stink of death. It's His resurrection 
that hides our hope of eternal life. Now the three wise men got there, they asked a simple question. Where is he, or the one, who was born king of the Jews? In every person's heart, there's a question. How do I find Jesus? I don't care if you say you're the strongest atheist, that you believe there is no God, that you are adamant that it is science that we need to trust. Well, these men were the scientists of their time. And they understood that it was a lot more than the scientific method. They understood that the prophecies were inspired by God. And to listen to God is to be wise. Every person at some point in their life will wonder, how do I find God? We have that desire within us, each of us. How do I find God? Well, we're given this promise. If we diligently seek, we will find him. Now the wise men, they came bearing treasure. They gave good gifts to Jesus and his family. I'm sure these gifts sustained them in their exile to Egypt. That's a little farther in our reading today. But I wonder if they left having gained more than they could ever imagine. I wonder if the gifts that they took away that day were so much more valuable than gold or frankincense or myrrh. The gift they found that day was the Savior of the world. He's still the Savior of the world. He is your Savior today. The question is, are you going to accept the gift that Jesus gave? Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you, Lord, for the example that the wise men gave us we thank you for your son who was willing to come and be that gift that gave us eternal life. And we thank you, Lord, for an opportunity to learn a little bit about this with our family here. We ask, Father, that you would come in touch and send the Holy Spirit to remind us that that gift that was given some 2,000 years ago is still fresh and new and waiting. And if we seek it, we will find it. Amen.
Thank you, Pastor Scott. What a wonderful, wonderful Christmas message. And I just want you, uh, can you just, don't go anywhere. Don't, don't stop watching for a moment. Just, just stay with us because I, I believe God wants, I believe God wants to speak into your life today. I believe that this message is for you. Wherever you're watching, he wants to be your healer. He wants to be your strength. He wants to be your help in the time of need. And I just want us to pray right now that God will just be your strength and healer. So wherever you are in your living room, kitchen, wherever it is you're watching on computer, on your phone, can you just calm your heart? And I just want you to think of that which, which you just need a special touch this Christmas season from Jesus. He is the greatest gift that has ever been given. The greatest gift that's ever been given to any of us. And this is the greatest story that's ever been told. And the story has your name on it. Jesus had you on his mind as he walked this earth. So I want you to do me a favor. I want you to just... Whatever it is that you're struggling with, some of you are, are really struggling with the virus right now. For sure, we need to pray for you again that, that God will be your strength and healer right now. Maybe you're struggling financially or struggling emotionally. I know that this, this year has been emotionally uh, taxing on, on all of us. Maybe you have a family member that needs prayer. Or maybe you just need to receive the gift of Jesus this morning because the gift of the Christ child is for you. Would you just do me a favor right where you are? Would you just kind of hold your hands out in front of you and just in your mind's eye and in your heart, would you just place whatever that need is just right there in front of you? Would you just do that? Just, just kind of imagine the three wise men coming to Jesus and and giving gifts to Jesus well in essence we can give him our burdens and our cares our hurts and our struggles and do you know that Jesus wants to receive them his gift is that he will take those and he will be your healer he will be your strength he will be your help right now so just would you just in your mind's eye, just lay it at Jesus' feet and say, Jesus, I give it to you. And then I just want to pray for you right now. Father, I pray right now for every person that's watching, whether they're watching live this morning or they're watching it later on today or this week, whatever it might be, Lord, your spirit is everywhere. Your presence is everywhere. And Lord, right now in this Christmas season, now more than ever in 2020, we need your touch and we need your healing. We need your strength. We need your joy, as we talked about earlier. And Lord, you have come to be our healer and our strength and our help and our hope and our forgiveness. And right now, Lord, all across this city and all across this nation and this world, wherever anyone is watching, I pray, dear Lord, right now, they would sense your presence right in that room 
and they would sense that you know their need and you care about their need and that you will be their healer, that you will be the free gift. Lord, right now, if there's anyone that has not accepted you as their personal Savior, under the sound of my voice, I pray, Lord, right now, that they would just receive your gift. The Bible says the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible also says that we have all of sinned and fall short of the glory of God, every one of us. And so if that's you right now, if you, if you have not accepted the Christ child as your, as your Savior, this Christmas can be the very beginning of the rest of your life of you, as you accept Him as your Savior. So would you do this with me? Would you just, the best way you know how, would you just pray this prayer? Understanding that the Bible says if we will confess our sin, He will forgive us of all of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So right now, I want to claim that with you. Father, I pray right now that as those that are praying this prayer, those that are just saying, yes, I want Jesus in my life. I want him to be my forgiver. I want him to be my healer. Lord, I pray that they would just pray with me the best way they know how. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I'm sorry. Come into my life. And the best way I know how, I receive you as a gift of eternal life. Thank you for coming to this earth to give your life for me. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you that you rose again on the third day and that you won over sin, death, and the grave. And thank you, Lord, that you can be my Savior. And the best way I know how, Lord, right now, I accept you as my Savior and I ask you to change my life from the inside out. Make this the first day of the rest of my life, Lord. Make this my spiritual birthday as I celebrate your birthday this Christmas season. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Now, church, the Bible says that when someone prays that prayer, and I believe that people have prayed that prayer with me just now, the Bible says that when people pray that prayer, that heaven has a party. We have a couple people in the room here. You're sitting there. Come on, everybody just give God a praise right now, and we just thank God for what he's done. Amen. Praise God. We give you glory and honor for that right now. Claim it. If you prayed that prayer, believe it. It is real. Believe it. Hang on to it. Tell someone today. Maybe even make a comment. If you're watching on Facebook, let us know. I prayed that prayer. I believed in Jesus to be my Savior. And we want to be able to pray with you and be there for you. And, and you can reach out by going to capcitychurch.live to the contact page and, and let us know. We want to give you some resources. If you'll just let us know and give us your contact information. Uh, we've got some things we'd like to give to you. And uh, we would love to see you join us here when we come back together in this room on January 3rd. We love you. I love you. God loves you, most importantly. And I know he is the healer and giver of life for every one of you. Amen. Amen. Thank you again, Pastor Scott, for doing such a wonderful, wonderful job of this message. Amen. Yes. Amen. Come on, right where you're sitting. Come on, give him a hand. Let him know. Amen wonderful job we appreciate that and i thank you for joining us today uh, this is when our normal offering time is and and uh, we're not in the room so as you saw in the announcement video you can go to uh, capcitychurch.live and uh, click on the uh, giving uh, tab and you can give that way that will take you to uh, a, a giving portal and also let you know about cash app 
Uh, Cash App is a way that you can give as well. If you download the app on your phone uh, at dollar sign Capital City Church, and uh, we encourage you to do that. Just a couple things I wanted to remind you of. Uh, Today was the day that we set aside to be our staff offering day. And I want to tell you, I am so thankful for our staff. Now understand, this is not for Pastor Phil. This is for all of our support staff. You might be saying, well, who is that? Well, we'll start with Pastor Scott that did a wonderful job with our sermon this morning. And and, uh, many of them are here. Those that were able uh, to be here are helping us today. And Pastor David Dean uh, is one of them as a as our evangelists in residence and and uh, pastor crystal uh as well and we also have uh aiden pepitone who's uh helps us uh, is a part of our our tech that our tech director does a wonderful job uh daniel who you know and see and uh, also carolyn dozer uh who is our finance director and so that's who we're talking about when we talk about our our support staff and so Uh, I know we're not in the room, and you may have uh, been planning on giving towards uh, a Christmas love gift for them. I'm going to tell you what, 2020, we could not have done 2020 without our support staff. It would not have been possible. We would have been just trying to do uh, Facebook Live from, I don't know, from a kitchen somewhere. I don't know what we'd have been doing, but because of them, uh, it has been possible, and they've always stepped up and done whatever needed to be done to make it happen. And so if you're able to give a love offering to them, I know it will mean a great deal to them. And, and again, this isn't for Pastor Phil. This is for our support staff. And uh, I just want to be able to give them a wonderful Christmas gift. So would you be a part of that? And I, I, I just I believe they, they, they would appreciate it so much. And also, uh, many of you uh, uh, consider doing end-of-the-year giving. And uh, I would love it if you would uh, consider Capital City Church to be uh, a part of your end of the year giving. And we have so many exciting plans coming up uh, for 2021. Uh, God is not dead. The church is not dead. We're going to come back strong on January 3rd. We're going to begin 21 days of prayer and fasting on January 3rd. So uh, be planning for that. And uh, we're going to be doing that uh, starting Sunday and then uh, starting that following Monday, January 4th. Every morning at 7 o'clock, we're going to join together on Facebook as we did uh, this past summer. And uh, we're going to pray the new year in, and we're going to believe for great things. Uh, we're going to, I believe that we're going to see many, many more baptisms and many, many more salvations. And I believe that God has placed Capital City Church to reach this city and to reach this world for Jesus Christ. And your investment... Well, is is in the kingdom. Your investment is in the kingdom, and I just want you to know that. Also, uh, since we are online for two Sundays, uh, I know some of you are used to writing checks, and that's fine. Uh, you can mail those in if you if you want to, or or you can go online as we mentioned. But most of all, just know that we love you. We're so glad that you're a part of our family. And I know this is a little bit weird. It's it's frustrating for Pastor Phil. I want I want to tell you that. But uh, I I know that when we come back together again in this room, we're going to come back stronger, better, ready to reach the world for Christ. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Share this. When this is over, share it with your friends. Say, hey, come to church with me. Let people know that we're here today. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for joining us.